Time now for Financial Friday on WOMI with your host, Drew Watson, sponsored by Align Wealth Management. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ernie Johnson and Charles Barkley welcoming you back to Susan's Cubicle here in Accounts Payable. What an afternoon of nonstop bookkeeping action, Charles. Are you kidding me? She set herself a reminder to get out of that chair and move. That's a smart use of a timeout. She's somehow still reading her emails while getting her heart rate up and moving her muscles. Healthy habits that could lower your risk of cancer. Uh-oh, it's Karen from the IT department. This is a wrinkle no one saw coming. She means well, but she just derailed the yoga class down in accounts receivable. There she goes with one of her usual distractions. But Susan just tosses her a no-look wave. That's a crazy move. Let's watch that again. She's stretching, and there's the effortless side wave. Susan's putting on a clinic. Susan from Accounts Payable, dominating. Just get moving. It helps in the prevention of so many cancers. Stand up to cancer and Optum want to help you reduce your risk for cancer. Visit TakeAHealthyStand.org. Welcome back to Shape by Faith. My guest today is Becky Barnhart, and she is the executive director of the Senior Community Center. And Becky, you were just talking about some of the special events that you recently had that sound like so much fun. So let's talk about your, um, you know, your weekly events, things that are planned right. and, you know, that people can count on every single week. So why don't you talk about those? Yeah, we, we, I think people will probably be surprised with how much we have going on, but um, I mean, we provide lunch and ev every day here at the Senior Center at 1130. And again, that's for anybody 16 over, but classes, we have um, low impact exercise class. It's actually being taught by two of our seniors. One of them is 90, Teresa. Oh, wow. She's 90 years old and she teaches the low impact class. And that class is booming. I mean, wow. it, it's tripled in the last few Wait months. Wait a minute. You said she's 90 years old? 90. 90. Yes. I want to meet her. <laughs> she's awesome. She's awesome. And and I said and I said to her when she told me, I said, you don't look 90. And then it started, you know, like you said earlier, like, well, what's, what is 90 supposed to look like? What's 70 <laughs> supposed to look like? Well, our 90-year-old is teaching low-impact exercise class once wow. a week. Oh, so. That is so amazing. I did not know that. Okay. Yeah, I, it's I a do great class. Her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we have uh, we have a group of women that play cards. We started a men's card group. I guess they got jealous that they didn't mm. have anything. Um, we have craft classes. And, it, and when I say class, it's a group of folks that just get together and work on their crafts together. They're not necessarily working on a project or, you know, they help each other, but it's it's more for that socialization. Um, we have yoga club, we have a mat yoga and a chair yoga, silver sneakers, bingo. Um, we have uh, a support group, line dancing. We offer computer classes and phone classes. So there's a lot going on during the week every day um, for different events and activities. Wow. I did not realize you had that much going on. That's a lot. Is there a cost for the activities? Uh, nothing. There's, we can't require payment. We, everything we offer is 
there's a suggested donation towards it. You know, mm -hmm. most of the events are like a dollar fifty suggested donation, but again, nobody's turned away for lack of payment. It's so right. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so your focus on health and exercise, obviously, obviously it's there because you're offering yes. a lot of fitness classes. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, as far as nutrition or anything like that, do you ever have special events where you have someone come in? And I'm sure you have different speakers throughout the community. We do. And, and I mean, we, like I said, with all with, with the different, we have an exercise class. We offer an exercise class every day. So there's that opportunity. Um, we have a lay. One of our seniors has has started a. He calls it a talk it out support group, and he and he started it after we reopened for COVID, just for people to talk about their experiences during COVID. But we also have um, we'll do health resource fairs, um, blood pressure clinics. We have free hearing testing coming in, um, and we will. But we partner with different organizations, you know, to provide those one-off or one or two-off um, sessions on aging or dementia, Alzheimer's, you know, um, mental health, those type of things. So we, we try to provide all of, you know, the whole mind, body, and soul experience. It sounds like you do. So how many are you, you reaching through the different activities? We, we're averaging about 120 plus a day um, that are coming here to the senior center. Um, and another 250 or so through the Meals on Wheels program. So um, it that's the average. Like today, we had a record crowd today for several of our events. So our numbers are growing, and that's been very exciting. So um, if you ask me this question in six months, I hope to tell you it's that's a higher number. Mike, you've got 500 coming through the door. 120 is a lot, Becky. It is, it is a lot. And I think people, I think, I think, I think people are surprised by that. You know, um, we do have some folks that are here every day that we, we have the billiards room, you know, which is the local let's solve the world's problem uh, <laughs> spot. Right. And, um, and, and that when I first started, when we first reopened, we had, there's like six tables and maybe two or three were used. Now all of them are used. I mean, they're just, it, the billiards room is filled all day. And, wow. um, and we've seen a lot of growth there. So people come, you know, every day for lunch or to play pool or to play cards or to we have a reading area, a library, a TV room. And, you know, it's it's just the socialization aspect, too. I didn't realize you had a library. That's pretty. That's pretty it's amazing. A, you know, it's a small little uh, mm -hmm. um, we have one room and we have a big we have a TV and a couch and puzzles and some games. And, and then we have some nice chairs and comfortable spaces and, uh, and bookcases and yeah, they can come in. Don't you also or... have a little shop in there? We do. We have the pincushion gift <laughs> shop, which um, is, is sourced by primarily seniors making, you know, handmade crafts. And we're open every morning. We have some volunteers that, that uh, have led that effort for years and a couple of women that started it and worked hard, hard for, years, Miss Thelma and Miss Lucy. Um, and uh, so we're seeing more more traction there. We actually participated in Shop Local on oh, <laughs> wow. Christmas with the Chamber uh, through the pincushion. So yeah, I've been, I, I love to shop, Becky. I, I just, and we've got a lot of grandkids. So I was in there, I think it was probably a few years ago. I was in there with Randy yeah. Lanham and we did a, through Project Volunteer, um, we filmed there. Um, but 
that pincushion gift shop, I mean, she, yeah. they make doll clothes. I mean, Barbie clothes, doll clothes, yeah. all sorts of things. It was really neat. So what, yeah, what that, are, that, oh, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say the, the, especially around Christmas time, we, we sell a lot of the Barbie clothes and the doll clothes, big, big hits. Yeah. And you can't find things like that. You can't buy things like that in a store. There is no way the well, quality. And they're hand, they're handmade and they're inexpensive. You know, and it's it's a consignment shop, but like the 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 folks that the they put their stuff in there and they get a percentage and we get a little percentage, you know, so. OK, um, so it's just it's a, a great way to it provides a little income here and, and provides a little income for them as well. That's right. So give us your hours of operation when you're open. Um, from nine to twelve, Monday through Friday. OK. Right. All right. Monday through Friday, nine to 12. Okay. So you were talking about Meals on Wheels, which is a huge program. Yeah. You're feeding so many people. So how many sites do you deliver to and how many people are benefiting from this program? Well, we, there's actually five, what we call nutrition sites in Davis County. We're the biggest one, of course, at the senior uh, center on West second, but Whitesville Trinity or the Whitesville community center has one. Um, uh, Roosevelt too, we deliver meals to, to Roosevelt too. Park Regency, which is right behind the mall. It's mm -hmm. an apartment. And then um, Adams Village, they have a community center and uh, and we deliver food there. And then, so there's five different nutrition sites and then we deliver to another 250 to 300 folks, you know, in their homes on, on top of that. Wow, how do you get all that together? That's a huge operation. It's a big, it's a big operation, and wow. but it's it. But Teresa, during COVID, um, you know, the center was closed for 15 months because of COVID, but we were still delivering meals. And then there was anyone 16 older could get a meal. There was no restrictions, no criteria. And so we were when I came in, we were delivering right around 600 meals a day. Oh, um, wow. And and it was and so it was a. a process for sure we've got it down to a fine science the like again the meals on wheels driver and david tucker who's the manager they just do a great job and we get the food from canteen five star and they bring it to us and then we package it up and put it in the carts or the coolers and the drivers take off and and uh, it's it's seamless at this point but it's it it's amazing work that they do wow and and to think that you delivered to that many homes and then those sites, I mean, that's that's a lot. How how many days a week do you do that? Five days a week. We deliver wow. here uh, Monday through Friday. Now, some of the nutrition sites aren't open every day. Um, so, um, like Adams Village is only open. We deliver there three times a day, three times a week and Park Regency four times a week. So it just varies depending on the location, but we're, but we deliver to homes, you know, the home delivered meals are every day, Monday through Friday. That's incredible. All right, let's take another quick break. We'll be back with more Shape by Faith. Using gas to heat our homes, cook our meals, or dry our clothes can be dangerous to our health, especially for kids. But we have the technology to transition the country's infrastructure to clean energy. By encouraging local government and state agencies to electrify buildings instead of using dirty gas, we can clean up a public health crisis in our housing and protect the climate. My name is Matt Vespo. 
I'm a senior attorney at Earth Justice, and I'm going to court to fight for clean energy. Until safe, affordable, clean energy is an option in every home, I will never rest. Earth Justice is a national legal nonprofit defending the environment and people's health. Earth Justice is fighting to save lives, protect our climate, and strengthen our economy through the shift to zero emissions. If clean air matters to you, visit us at earthjustice.org. Earth Justice, because the earth needs a good lawyer. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school and stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. Welcome back to Shaped by Faith. Becky Barnhart, gosh, you do so much at the Senior Community Center. You're the executive director, and um, you've been telling me about the special events, the activities, Meals on Wheels, and you have a transportation service. Is that right? We do. We have a um, we have a driver. We have a, a, a transit van that's handicapped accessible. We can transport people in wheelchairs um, to doctor's appointments, grocery store, any appointment they need. Um, the medical appointments take priority. They just got to call the senior center at uh, 270-687-4640. We ask for 48 hours notice um, and we just charge $1.50 per trip. So $3 round trip. But we, again, 60 and older and uh, we can take them anywhere within Davis County. Okay, so do they have to be at the Senior Community Center? No, no, no. We we go and pick them up at their house and take them to appointments. And, and we pick up a lot of folks and bring them to the Senior Center for activities and events and then take them home. So That is amazing. Okay, is. There, is there a cost involved with that? Well, again, it's a, a suggested donation of $1.50 per leg. So if, it's, if you come to the Senior Center and back, it's suggested $3. I mean, that's like a super Uber service. It is. <laughs> I mean, that is incredible. I did not realize, Becky, you guys did that. Um, so, yeah, we, okay. So you, you have to call a day in advance at least. And at least take- we, we really asked for 48 hours notice. Okay. So, um, okay. And and like I said, the medical appointments take priority, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we take people to Kroger or Walmart, you know, Aldi, whatever they, whatever's needed. That is incredible. Okay, let's talk about funding. How is the center funded? Well, I, I think people, a lot of people may not realize, but we're we're federally mandated. Every county in, in Kentucky has to have a central focal point for a senior center through the Older Americans Act. So we're federal, most, the majority of our funds are federal and state through our contract with Brad. And we've held, held that contract since 1997. We're also um, a quasi-city agency, and we're very grateful for the city support and the county support that we get, and then, you know, donations, um, individuals, businesses, and we we host fundraisers like um, every other nonprofit, mm-hmm. but that's how we're funded. Okay, so let's talk about volunteers. I know you have yeah. to have some volunteers there. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. We have about 30 volunteers right now that, that help out with a variety of uh, of things and honestly i feel like if there's anybody who has a desire to volunteer we have we have that need whatever it is mm-hmm. but i mean we 
we need people to help us call homebound seniors or go visit them. We, you know, we we have our we have a pet deals on wheels program that I don't think a lot of people are aware of. And so we need volunteers to package up the pet food. And All right. Hold on. Out. Did you say pet? Pet. pet Seriously? Yes. Wow. Yeah. I did we, not know that. We received a grant from Meals on Wheels America about a year and a half ago to start a pet assistance program. Wow. And we're one of the first senior centers in the area, tri-state area. Um, and so we we and we accept we now accept a lot of donations of pet food and supplies. And so it's it's for our Meals on Wheels clients because they find that, you know, folks will feed their animals before they'll feed themselves. You're right. So we want to keep the you know seniors healthy and keep them at home and so this is one way to do that because their pets are such important companions and mm-hmm. important you know critical to yeah, their health absolutely and they're part of their yeah. family yeah absolutely yep Wow, that is really neat. Okay, I yeah. know you've got to have some incredible stories, some inspirational stories. So what would you like to share? Well, I think people just need to realize that or that the senior center is just a lifeline for so many people. We have we are we have grown a lot by people that have moved to Owensboro because their kids are here and their grandkids and you know so the, and that's the first place they look up. Like, is there a senior center? Um, we had a woman move from <clears throat> California and um, and she said to us, she said, "This place is so much nicer than our senior center back home." And I, you know, that um, and that just meant so much to me, you know. Um, we have, we have one woman, she was here for the dance for one of the dances. I think it was the St. Patrick's day dance. And she said to me, she said, I went to bed with a smile on my face and I woke up with a smile on my face. Oh, and that, um, you know, that just, that's what keeps us going, you know, but, um, we're, we're just fortunate to, to come into contact with a lot of wonderful, wonderful people. Mm -hmm. And everybody here has a story. Yes, yes. You know, and people could learn so much if they would just listen uh, to people that are older and wiser than them and just well, honor Teresa, them. Funny that you funny that you would mention that because we have partnered with OCTC with one of their developmental psychology classes for two different semesters and matched seniors with students. Mm. And they go through a life and review project. And put together the students put together a scrapbook for the senior and the she, senior is their you know, they're guinea pig. They ask, they answer all these questions and it is such a powerful um, project and, and we're looking to restart it in the fall, but it, that's been incredible for both staff, the seniors and the students. It's just been a great project. Absolutely. I think, you know, um, that needs to go on everywhere, yeah, even absolutely. in the elementary schools, middle schools. Okay. We, we only have like 30 seconds, but what's your goal that's or vision for the senior center moving forward? I think we just want to keep growing and adapting to the needs and, you know, the, the demographic of seniors is the fastest growing demographic in the country. So we want to keep providing different activities and events that are going to meet the needs of the seniors. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you are. Wow. Okay. So give us a phone number again, um, yeah. Becky. Yes. Uh, 270-687-4640. Okay. And- well, Oh, go ahead. And and the I was just going to say that we're the office is open like eight eight to three thirty. 
8 to 3.30. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to have you come back on possibly in the fall and give us an update. You are doing so much. Thank you so much. Thank you, um, Teresa. Absolutely. And thank you for listening. I'm Teresa Rowe. Everyone have a blessed day. Bye. Thank you for listening to Shape by Faith with Teresa Rowe. Remember to visit ShapeByFaith.com to find out more about workouts, the TV show, podcasts, blogs, Shape by Faith products, and much more. From the Cabinet Doors and Moore Studio, this is WOMI Owensboro. The following program is paid for by Rainmaker Incorporated. Hello and welcome to Financial Fridays brought to you by Align Wealth Management. This is the first uh, show this year, 2023 in June, and we have a uh, pretty good lineup for you today. We're going to look at the difference between small cap and large cap stocks, uh, whether or not it makes sense to buy an electric vehicle, and then answer your questions that have come in via email um, in our final segment as we do every week. Uh, Thursday was a little bit of a turnaround for the markets where they were broadly higher uh, across the board, but the Dow has been kind of slowly uh, on a uh, skid the last four out of five weeks. Mainly the news is in Washington, D.C., uh, to quote uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, the most wretched hive of scum and villainy, the uh, debt bill has passed the House and looks like it will pass the Senate. So we're getting a little bit of a uh, rally there. Uh, risk assets uh, have found uh, an appetite uh, across the board uh, towards the end of this week. Gold is back up after uh, kind of choppy trading really for the last few weeks. Uh, West Texas Intermediate Crude is back above $70 a barrel as of uh, Thursday's close. And in the commodity space, we've continued to get um, what I would consider to be higher prices with cattle, but generally most commodities have been in line with their trading pattern as they've done uh, so far this year. Uh, unless you've been uh, living on air and free water, what you know is any trip to the grocery store has produced, uh, you know, grocery bills that uh, have uh, maybe three numbers before the uh, decimal point, and that's if you're lucky, uh, as uh, meat prices have continued to, to rise. Now, we may get some help from uh, pork, as uh, there seems to be a little bit of a glut in pork prices and pork out there, and that'll be interesting to see what happens the rest of the summer. If it keeps up the way it is, you may be having a, a pork burger instead of a hamburger come 4th of July. Keep listening to Financial Fridays right here on this station, brought to you by Align Wealth Management. We'll be back in 60 seconds. What do you want to do when you grow up? When we were young, it's a question we were often asked. As we get older, our passions become clearer, our pursuits become careers, and if we're diligent, we begin to plan for the life we want to live. That's why at Ameriprise Financial, we ask what's most important to you? Starting with our confident retirement approach, your Ameriprise Financial Advisor will ask questions that will help you arrive at a customized plan that can help you realize your goals today, tomorrow, and throughout retirement. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. today at 270-684-8424. 
That's 270-684-8424. Office is located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Hello and welcome back to Financial Fridays brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I'm your host, Private Wealth Advisor, Drew Watson. And in our Investment Spotlight segment, we're going to take a deeper dive into some small and uh, mid-cap stocks today versus the top of the market, which is the large cap sector. As always, uh, this is not a recommendation to buy or sell any security, but just a matter of uh, providing uh, information that you might find useful. Um, now, let, let us set the stage. Um, the market obviously has done better this year than some people have thought with the S&P 500, let's say, uh, coming in, uh, let's see, earlier this week, the S&P was up year-to-date uh, roughly 9%, um, and that's been a shocker to some people. But if you take out the top dozen or so tech stocks, the S&P 500 is really right around break-even. And as a... Uh, Setting the table piece here, keep in mind, the S&P 500 is a market cap weighted index, meaning that the largest stocks such as Apple, Microsoft, NVIDIA have an out-weighting or you know, outsized impact on the performance of the index compared to the 498th or 499th or 500th size stock. Um, so, so far this year, and especially since March, investors have favored large cap stocks. Uh, the dominating performance, as I said, of a handful of mega cap stocks this year, uh, principally concentrated in the tech and tech related areas, has created a sizable return dispersion between the S&P 500 index and the smaller cap Russell indexes that would be either mid or small cap stocks. According to Morningstar, the S&P 500 devotes about 26% of the index to technology, significantly more than the roughly 16% of technology companies that make up the Russell mid-cap index and 14% of tech stocks that set in the Russell small-cap 2000 universe. Conversely, each of the Russell indices has exposure to smaller regional banks, which have come under significant selling pressure uh, since March and the uh, bank failures. And given that a potential recession in the U.S. could hamper mid- and small-sized companies, which tend to be more domestically driven, investors have placed a greater emphasis on larger-cap companies with broader revenue levers. Tightening credit and lending standards have also weighed on small-cap momentum since March. That said, think about the environment in January for a moment and look at how the Russell indexes were performing against the S&P 500. Uh, at that time, economic data was refuting a pending recession, and interest rates were coming down, and the market began to price in a slowdown in Fed rate hikes. In that environment, smaller-cap stocks were outperforming their larger cap counterparts in the S&P 500. I would suggest if economic data continues to hold, a soft or no landing scenario takes on more shape. The Fed pauses in June and interest rates continue to stabilize. 
cyclical areas of the economy could perform better than they are doing today. Mid-cap and small-cap benchmarks, you know, both funds and ETFs, tend to have a greater concentration of cyclical exposure and may see a change in sentiment should the U.S. economy continue to hold water and avoid a deeper or protracted downturn. That's kind of the Goldilocks scenario. Um, You know, something to think about is that in any mean reversion trading inside tech and or further bank stabilization could also provide a tailwind for small cap and mid cap stocks and their indexes if economic conditions remain stable. That's a big if. You know, in the meantime, investors should remain defensively biased overall, uh, I think. And, you know, depending on who you follow, you might see people are tactically underweight small caps. But, uh, you know, something that's been tried and true over time is maintaining some exposure to small caps uh, can uh, help diversify uh, the portfolio. But it does appear that investors are... all sitting on the side of the boat where large cap tech sits. So, you know, that's one thing to think about is is we are getting close to what I would say, maybe not all-time records, but certainly pretty high records where just a few stocks are moving the entire index. And uh, if you look at the subsectors of technology up 34% year-to-date and communication services, which has a lot of components in there, up 32, definitely you can see they are very much outstripping other uh, pieces of the component indexes that would make up um, the S&P 500. So that's food for thought. Uh, We're going to be uh, back after a a word from our sponsors as it pertains to uh, if you're thinking about buying an electric vehicle, you will definitely want to listen to the next segment because uh, we're going to discuss this from the perspective of financial planning and budgeting, et cetera, just to see if there is any real savings to be had. Keep listening to Financial Fridays brought to you by Align Wealth Management. We'll be back after a word from our sponsors. When today is unpredictable, you need sound advice and strong support to help you stay focused on your long-term financial goals for tomorrow. Ameriprise has been guiding clients through challenging times for over 125 years. You can take comfort in working with an advisor who's backed by that strong experience and who's there to guide you with personalized, goal-based financial advice. Together, you and your Ameriprise advisor can plan your future while navigating your now. Call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424. Offices located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky. Hello and welcome back to Financial Fridays brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I'm your host, Drew Watson, and this is the financial planning segment of the show where we will take a deeper dive into financial planning topics uh, that come up from time to time. And uh, today, a really good uh, financial planning topic to discuss, I think you could say fits in with budgeting, also fits in maybe to uh, what's going on in Washington, D.C. and what's going on environmentally. And let's talk about what is the cost of an electric uh, vehicle. I think uh, 
you know, our former uh, CFO here, Bill Young, a uh, great guy, always taught us to say a number by itself means nothing. Uh, you have to have a, a reference point or a point of comparison when it comes to numbers. And I think that is a good jumping off point uh, when it comes to the electric vehicle discussion. And let's say that jumping off point may be a either normal uh, combustion motor vehicle or it could be a hybrid vehicle. And I think if you are looking at the uh, potential uh, move to an electric car uh, and wanting to know from a financial planning standpoint what you should do from a budgeting standpoint, there's probably some things to, to think about. First and foremost, getting facts in this arena is not as easy as going down to your local gas station and just seeing that gas is, let's say, $3 a gallon and you typically fill up once a week in a 15-gallon tank. And so, you know, you've got $45 a week in gasoline cost uh, and you get your oil changed twice a year. And that's, uh, you know, another $30. And then voila, uh, you know, before you know it, what you come up with is, you know, you're out, let's say, $2,400 a year uh, on normal maintenance. And then, of course, there's tires and such that might come in every four or five years. So... As it pertains to the electric car, uh, there's a Latin term that escapes me, but it, it basically means buyer beware. I think it's caveat impor, imperator, uh, but this is you kind of uh, knowing what you're getting into before you get into it. And certainly with an electric car, there's a lot to know. First and foremost, um, you know, electric cars... Uh, do require electricity to charge, and it would be a good idea uh, to get some estimates from your local power company uh, as to where uh, they've seen surges or additional costs. Because if your electric bill is like uh, the ones that we have in Owensboro, Kentucky, from Owensboro Municipal Utilities, um, what you pay for electricity is just a very small portion of it, but a lot of fees and environmental surcharges uh, come into play uh, that bridge off of what your normal electric cost is. But if uh, you have a pretty good idea that you'll be charging your car every night and um, you talk to people that have had electric cars, have a frank conversation with them and there again, you need to see the bill to see how much of an additional electricity grind that you're going to have. Now, a good benchmark is uh, further west where electric cars have been around a little bit longer than they have in this part of the country. Uh, already, fast charging stations are charging um, anywhere between 25 cents, 40 cents to just under one dollar a minute for charging i know the uh rivian the new pickup truck that they offer according to the wall street journal uh i think it's the uh, r1s or r15 uh, you have to forgive my uh <laughs> my nearsightedness uh you know at a supercharging station you it takes about 30 minutes 
to charge, you're going to look at getting around 285 miles per charge, but that 30-minute charge is just 80% full. So, um, you know, if you, you know, just take 80% of the 275-mile thing, that's 220 miles, and if a charging station costs, you know, charges you even, say, 50 cents a minute, you know, that's $15 to go 220 miles. Uh, if you filled up a V8, um, you know, um, V8 big truck engine, uh, you know, you're going to get roughly somewhere between 350 and 400 miles on a tank of gas in a 20 20 gallon tank normally um, what you might be finding out with your uh, electric cars is once you have to start paying for the supercharger you may be paying more than you would for gas uh, secondarily your additional cost and you're not gonna have oil changes of course but electric vehicles weigh much much more than a conventional vehicle. So in the case of that Rivian pickup, you know, I think it was basically one third or forty percent more um gross curb weight than a conventionally uh gasoline aspirated engine would be on a vehicle uh with that size of bed, etc. And that's going to put more and more uh, wear on your tires, you know, just kind of common sensing it if you know if your tires are carrying around uh you know one third more weight they're probably gonna last maybe around a third less than they normally do um and you may be going through tires let's say every other year at a thousand bucks compared to other ones and the big deal will be what kind of charging station you set up in your house because to get the dc charging a lot of local utilities will put you on uh, basically surge pricing. That is, uh, you will be charged like you're a, uh, you know, um, a business, and that's expensive to get set up to have that type of uh, panel put in your house to be fed from the, uh, you know, either underground or overhead utilities. And then when you're charging, that kilowatt hour cost might be, you know, much more, and if you don't have the supercharger, what you're looking at is a period of hours and not minutes to get a, uh, you know, I would say 80% to full charge. Now, I do think it is crucial, though, when you look at this from a financial planning standpoint, that you do want to be as much as possible in an apples-to-apples -apples comparison. So if you're looking at that Rivian truck, uh, I wouldn't compare it against, like, say, a Ford F-350 Super Duty or a GMC 2500 or 3500 Max pickup because those cars are not that big. You might be looking at, like, a Ford Maverick and a, or the equivalent of what the Chevy used to have in an S10 pickup. Same thing with a car. Um, you know, a Tesla, you know, their smaller body style, you know, compare that to a smaller body style you know, gasoline car or hybrid. And keep in mind, most of your four-cylinder engines today are 35 to 40 miles per gallon. And even on a 12-mile, 12 12-gallon 12 tank, 15-gallon tank, 
you know, you're going to be getting up there to a range of around almost 500 miles. And uh, I think best we can tell in this day and age is you're looking at maybe getting half that range out of a charge uh, from a charging station. So be sure to cover all your bases. And I think what you're going to find is um, getting an electric vehicle may save you some money, but it's going to be in the very, very long run, and it's assuming that oil prices uh, stay where they are or go higher and electricity prices stay where they are or go down, which, guess what, uh, history shows both continue to go up, and if more things are running on electricity instead of gasoline, you could probably bet your bottom dollar that economics will take over and what you will see sooner rather than later is much higher uh, changes in electricity prices as compared to gasoline. Keep listening to Financial Fridays for our mailbag segment next. We'll be back after a word from our sponsor. What do you want to do when you grow up? When we were young, it's a question we were often asked. As we get older, our passions become clearer, our pursuits become careers, and if we're diligent, we begin to plan for the life we want to live. That's why at Ameriprise Financial, we ask, what's most important to you? Starting with our confident retirement approach, your Ameriprise Financial Advisor will ask questions that will help you arrive at a customized plan that can help you realize your goals today, tomorrow, and throughout retirement. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424. Office is located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky. The confident retirement approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Hello and welcome back to Financial Fridays brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I'm your host, Drew Watson, private wealth advisor with Align. And uh, boy, the the week that was uh, was a tumultuous week for me personally. The passing of uh, two guys I've known most of my life uh, really impacted me. It made me, uh, you know, kind of reassess. Uh, where a person can be uh, with or without mentors. And uh, I would say this Q&A mailbag segment where we take questions, emails, uh, and by all means, you can send emails directly to me at william.a.watson at ampf.com, you know, would be good. And, and, you know, people have asked me, what what did you learn from some of these guys? And first and foremost, Mr. Ronald Bean uh, was vice chairman with me at the First National Bank of uh, Muhlenberg County for years. Uh, he passed early on in the week. And I would say key to being successful in business is having a being surrounded by successful people. And uh, for anybody that's a, a younger business owner here, uh, I would say probably more than anything that you hear, uh, finding a mentor that's been tested in the trenches is a key, I think, 
to go to the next level. And as I said, I've been blessed to be surrounded by people like that my entire life. And what are some takeaways that we can have if you're owning a business, wanting to own a business, you're an entrepreneur, you know, what to look for um, in that mentor? And I would say one, uh, first and foremost, uh, look for somebody that may be doing things differently than than you do. Uh, and I mean that, you know, uh, they, there's a saying in the the boxing business that contrasts make the fights. And I would say there's a saying in the uh, matrimonial business that opposites attract. And by all means, if you surround yourself with people that think just like you do, you open yourself to a tremendous blind spot, in my opinion, of groupthink and herd mentality. And there has been lots and lots of businesses and organizations fail over the years just for that. I remember years ago I was at a, a sermon at Settle Memorial Methodist Church, and, uh, y- you know, the um, preacher had a great sermon, and it, it was the— it was the seven last words of a failed church, and those were, we've never done it that way before. So when looking at for a mentor, don't always just gravitate to someone that does things exactly the way you do or thinks the way that you do. Um, that would be point number one. Um, there are lots of ways to skin a cat. And you can get rid of a cat just as easy by choking it with butter uh, as uh, choking it with with your bare hands. But I say that, take those words to heart and find some people that do have a little bit different views th- than you have. So I, that's one. I think number two for, for successful businesses and, and finances in general, um, look for people that have had a longevity of experiences and experiences in various circumstances. Uh, if it's not always just finding someone who's been quote unquote successful, um, as a lot of times in our culture, people that are born on third base, uh, you know, if they do something a little bit beyond third base, they may have think they've hit a home run in life. But I do think it's very much incumbent upon you if you're looking for a mentor find somebody that maybe uh has had a uh up from the bootstraps uh especially if you've been pretty well blessed your whole life getting somebody that's had to do it all uh up from uh you know the bootstraps would meet you know what i just talked about in that it's going to be somebody who has some different views of you because they've come up a different way also, I think people from different generations view um, things much differently. And if you're in any business that has customers, which every business does, that is a tremendously uh, underrated uh, quality to have is the ability to kind of look multi-generationally. And I can assure you the customers that you may have, if they're a different generation than you, they may have different values and um, thoughts and and ideas than what you have on a regular basis. And if you can surround yourself with individuals that are from that generation, you're going to be blessed uh, with their 
advice. And, and I would say, too, you know, the old saying out of the Bible that there is nothing new under the sun is absolutely true. I mean, things have come through and been repackaged and repurposed. But really, especially in finance, there's really nothing new under the sun. I mean, uh, people either pay you or they don't. Businesses either flourish or they don't. And usually it's a combination of uh, errors that have happened over centuries that get people in trouble. Um, And I think, too, probably third, and it's crucial uh, in finding a mentor, somebody you can talk to both about your uh, professional endeavors and personal endeavors. Uh, It's better to find mentors who don't take themselves so seriously. They're often not as intimidating as their resumes may indicate they should be, but being able to insert some levity in a situation is a, a key uh, and long-term note of success for different individuals uh, that they don't take themselves too seriously, uh, but they're able to do a good job at running the businesses that they have built, that have become you know parts of the board, etc. Now, some key takeaways, too, is if you surround yourself with the right people, um, you will pick up some habits from them that have kind of lasted a lifetime. And, you know, one of those, uh, Ronnie, you know, he always dug a little bit deeper, never judge a book by a cover, and kind of get to know the customers on a personal level uh, and keep your ears to the grindstone constantly so you you know where you stand. An old maxim is that it's easier to stay out of trouble than to get out of trouble. And if you've ever had to move a car out of a ditch or a business out of a ditch, you absolutely know that that maxim is 100% uh, accurate and they are words to live by. You might say, where do you find people like this? Well, Every community is full of people like this. You know, take a look around. If if you know the business that the way you want your business to look in the future, find some people that have had businesses that look that way in the past. That uh, this program has been paid for by Rainmaker Incorporated. This is WOMI Owensboro, ninety nine point one FM, fourteen ninety AM, Translator W two five six CF, a Town Square Media Station. Hiring in May. I'm Chris Foster, Fox News. The monthly jobs report from the Labor Department is stronger than most economists expected, with more jobs created and more people looking for work. 339,000 non farm payrolls added for the month of May. The unemployment rate ticking up more than expected to 3.7%. The street was looking for 3.5%. And remember, we were at 3.4% for the month of April. Chuck Sony with Fox Business. President Biden, a statement says the agreement approved by Congress to raise the nation's debt limit and avoid default protects what he calls our historic and hard-earned economic recovery. About one in four members of Congress voted against that deal, mostly Republicans. The Democrats got everything they wanted. Republicans didn't get much. This is a win for the American people and the Republican Party. And I believe there's been a lot of misinformation put out. Virginia House Republican Ben Klein and Ohio Republican Max Miller, both on Fox Business. The head of Customs and Border Patrol, Acting Commissioner Troy Miller, calls the death of an eight-year-old girl in Texas a deeply upsetting and unacceptable tragedy. 
A Customs and Border Protection report says a nurse practitioner declined to review medical documents about Anadith Tane Reyes Alvarez. That same nurse practitioner also denied three or four requests from the child's mother for an ambulance. That report from the CPB's Office of Professional Responsibility says Anadith wound up with a temperature of nearly 105 and died days after she and her parents had been taken into custody. The CPB's acting commissioner said the death is an unacceptable tragedy, and we can and we will do better to ensure this never happens again. Till NATO, Fox News. Was Fort Bragg, now Fort Liberty. The Army base in North Carolina is renamed in a ceremony this morning, part of an initiative to drop names linked to the Confederacy. America's listening to Fox News. Hey, you've heard me talk about Henry Repeating Arms and their incredible line of 200 rifles and shotguns. This company's owned by a family of true patriots who are so dedicated to our country that all of their products are made in America or they are not made at all. And they're also so loyal to their customers that they provide award-winning customer service. And by the way, they back their firearms with a lifetime warranty. Now, Henry makes a line of tribute edition rifles. you got to check these out. I love them. They honor the unsung heroes who serve our great nation, including active military, veterans, law enforcement, and sheriffs and firefighters in the EMS, and so many more. Now, you can check them out for yourself. Go to their website, HenryUSA, one word, dot com, slash tribute. And there's the Henry's Deluxe Engraved Limited Edition Rifles that are the crown jewels of any collection. Once an edition sells out, it's gone forever. Go to HenryUSA.com. you get a free catalog. you get free decals and a list of dealers where you are. That's HenryUSA.com. Free catalog, free decals, and you're going to love these firearms. The cost of prescription medications keeps some people from taking them as often as they should. There's a new federal report about it. The report says about 1 in 10 U.S. adults aged 18 to 64 who took prescription medications in 2021 did not take them as directed in order to reduce costs. The CDC says about 58% of adults in that age range took prescription drugs in 2021, and more than 8% of them adjusted doses or put off getting a prescription filled. It also found that it was more common among women, the uninsured, and those not in good health. Racial disparities were also seen in the report, which says more than 10% of blacks and more than 9% of Hispanics are more likely to have taken cost-cutting measures with their medications. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. It's been two years of record-breaking summer heat in Europe, and there are preparations for extreme weather this summer. European crisis team official Yanez Lenarchich says climate change means we're living in difficult times. In recent years, we have seen wildfires raging in countries in the central and even northern Europe. And we have seen historic floods. But you can't count on one to balance out the other. And with a ferocious drought forecast for southern Europe, the EU is getting prepared. The Resc EU firefighting fleet will this year include 24 planes and four helicopters. 11 different countries are sending almost 450 firefighters to France, Greece and Portugal. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. A federal judge in Florida, Mark Walker, disqualifies himself from a case brought by Disney against Governor Ron DeSantis only because he says he learned last week a relative owns 30 shares of Disney stock. He was appointed by President Obama and accuses the DeSantis legal team of judge shopping. The case is reassigned to Judge Alan C. Windsor. He was appointed by President Trump. On Wall Street, the Dow's up 354 points. I'm Chris Foster, Fox News. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early 
so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.